Hello and welcome back to the IO Sportscast. With me as always, I've got Ollie. Say hello. Hi everyone. Uh, and today we are talking about the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. We're literally recording right after it. And oh my days, what, what an ending. <laughs> I don't, it was, it I don't think um, we're going to be as excited for any other podcast as this one. Just oh, one, God. because normally there's a gap between us recording and two, this is like top tier ending. Yeah, this is probably the best Baku race we've had. And probably one of the best races of the season so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's up there in the top three. Well, let's just jump straight into race ratings. Um, I'm going to give it a nine. I think the like the early pit strategies were quite interesting, like the Williams and the Alfa Romeos coming in on lap one for hard tyres. Yeah. Um, turns out in the long run that was a really bad idea to do that. Um, <laughs> but, th- but then it did have a bit of a quiet period as the, the order was getting shuffled. And then yeah. the second that Stroll's accident happened... That was it. Yeah, it was like a complete. It was it was a race of two halves. <laughs> it, was, it was like three races, wasn't it? It was it was three races. It was two races, a sprint race. Yeah, it was like there was definitely two periods of the race though. There was the build up, and then there was the yeah. stroll accident and everything kicking off. Um. Yeah. So yeah, nine, nine out of ten. I'm giving. I, it. I, I I've got to agree with you, hundred percent. Pretty much what you said. It's uh, nine out of ten. Yeah. Great. Um, best driver, worst driver. Uh, I think I think Sebastian Vettel for me has got to be oh, the best driver. Yeah. Phenomenal, 100%. phenomenal um, driving today. Uh, for worst driver though, I I I really don't know. Um, Bottas is probably gonna be it. Yeah. He was, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, only went backwards in the race, didn't get anywhere in the first stint, stayed P10 pretty much the entire way, and then just went backwards in the second half. And, uh, you know, really th- they should have retired him. Um, I think at lap 45, I think, is when uh, he'd be counted as classified. So I, I think they should have just pulled him in, saved the engine. Um, yeah. So Sebastian, I'm going to give him a 10. Like, phenomenal race. Oh, mate, easily. Um, Valtteri, I'm going to give a three. Like, it was just a poor weekend for him all round. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with you. Vettel was easily the best driver today. Um, considering where he started to finish second. Um, yes, yeah, in that Aston Martin as well, which we, we know is the quickest car. But today they were absolutely unbelievable. Uh, perfect race. If I, if he'd have won, I'd have given him an eleven out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, ten out of ten, pretty much perfect. We got onto the podium. Didn't expect that. Um, and as I say I agree with you again with worst driver. I think Bottas was just had a had a nightmare. Um, I be I saw on Twitter that people were saying that Bottas has passed it. And personally, I think that if he don't if his form don't continue, I can see him getting replaced by Russell. Yeah. I know it's not the Mercedes way, but. Well, P10 in quality and finishing 14th is uh, not good enough for no, it's really not. seven-time constructors champions. Uh, and, and that is if he doesn't improve, he'll, he'll be getting replaced by Bottas, uh, by Russell. That is one of the things uh, we're going to discuss later is is the the battle of the wingmen really because that's that's what's going to decide the constructors. You know, Lewis and uh, yeah. Max are going to be 
fighting it out at the top and they're going to be sparring off each other the entire championship. So it really is the wingmen that are going to uh, win the title. Um, predictions. Yeah. Now, I think I've got the right predictions pulled up. Um, qualifying, uh, we both said Verstappen, Paul, Hamilton second. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> none of us saw back-to-back... Well, we we get a point for we get a point for things. Come on. Yeah, not, you know, none of us saw the back-to-back uh, Charles Leclerc polls. Um, no. I went Perez third. You went Norris third. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were they you were up they, they were they were up there in the race, but uh, not in qualifying. Um, for the race, oh boy, we oh, we both we, said yeah we, uh, we didn't get this right. Well, we both said Hamilton first. We both said Leclerc second. Uh, I said Verstappen third, you said Perez third. So I'm going to give you the points on that because we should have had, we really should have had Hamilton winning that. Um, And Perez on the podium. I'm not going to be over that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. um, That's, well, actually there is one more thing we need to quickly address is that I have a nice icy drink. So you may hear a little bit of clinkling in the background uh, because it is absolutely sweltering still up in my room. Um, oh, have you got a drink? Are you, what are you drinking? Uh, I've got. I've just got some water. Ah, standard. Uh, standard. Yeah. Standard now. So. So. But yeah. Back. Where, where do where do we where do we start? Where I think. I, I really don't know where to start. Uh, we could very quickly start in qualifying. Fernando Alonso really not happy with the fact that Sonoda and Sainz both crashed and brought out the red flag. Uh, but ended up starting in front of him and got to rebuild the cars and effectively have a, a brand new car to go for the race, whereas he was stuck at P10, P9, P9. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I, t- I see where he's coming from, totally see where he's coming from. It, it is well, almost yeah. that he's... Yeah, but if your car crashes, you have to rebuild it, though. Yes, but I feel like that could be used to the, oh, we've got a little bit of a dodgy engine, like... Let's just crash and then let's replace and put a new engine in. We've we've only used one so far in the season. Let's ah, right. Um, I thought you'd just say yeah. No, they can't take part because they broke. They crashed the car. Uh, and also, there's not many wing changes you can do. But I think if you're gonna have a, re- a redo of like bodywork, then you can't. I, think, I don't think you can guarantee that the wings set up exactly the same. So I I, I think it, depending on how bad the crash is. Should be you should have to rebuild it how you sent it out for the last the qualifying session you was in. Yeah, and I think I think so they for do example, if, they do aim for if that. You, if you crash in Q one, you have to rebuild it exactly the same to the exact. So I'll have all the data. Should rebuild it exactly. The yeah, yeah, and like I say, I'm spec. I'm sure that they'll try and do that. But you know, at the end of the day, it is humans setting up like wings set up and stuff. Yeah, and surely yeah. you can't get back-to-back wings set up exactly the same if it's you know if it's a human tightening the wing and opening the wing yeah yeah right. yeah, yeah. You, don't, you do have a good point i'm yeah, yeah I'm, like i said i'm sure there are specifications but all all the tech specs have a little bit of leeway one way or another and um, just before we move on to the race when they crashed everybody else was on flying laps and they were all going improving as well yes yeah. and this is the other thing i want to talk about at the current stand, the current where the rules are, if there's a crash at the end of Q3, um, and there's not enough time to get back out, it's a red flag. Session's over. 
that's not just yeah. Q3. That's that's all the sessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there should be a rule change, particularly for qualifying, not necessarily free practice, but definitely qualifying, that mm. if there is a red flag with less than a lap's worth of time left, like there was today, everybody should be allowed who wasn't involved in the crash. Anyone who's you know out there on track should be Do allowed lap, yeah. to have a warm-up lap and one flying lap. Yeah, and yeah, I say yeah. particularly one warm-up lap, as in you have the out lap and then the flying lap. That's yeah, and then you start. So you, yeah. so you can't do a Valtteri Bottas and take two or three laps to warm up. No, no, no. Yeah, um, 100%, I agree. And I think that makes it a lot fairer. It clears out an issue of crashing. Um, like, you know, if Charles, for example, at Monaco was like, oh, Lewis, is, Lewis and Max are faster than me, I'm going to crash and end the session. That rules yeah. that out because they've, got a, <laughs> they've still got the chance to go out there and actually encourages you not to do that because you get you potentially get another chance as well yeah exactly yeah um so i'm yeah okay i'm glad we we agree on that that i think that needs to be looked at um this is two races in a row now where qualifying has been disrupted by red flags mm-hmm. and and the, it's the end of qualifying as well yeah like, exactly the earlier the earlier red circuits. flags were not they weren't a massive issue disappointing for the people involved and sure yeah yeah um, you know, Vettel missing out in, to get into Q3 was a little bit upsetting, but ended up actually working in his favour. Yeah. But when it comes down to the, you know, the the climax of qualifying is ten guys out there, softest tyres as fast as possible, and that's just been taken away now two times in a row at two very complex tracks. You know, it's something needs to be changed. I think. Well, back to the race. Where do you start? <laughs> um, uh, it was a great start from Perez first time round. Uh, yeah, I think everybody was actually really well contained. There were a couple of little lockups, but for the first lap at Baku, everyone was actually really well behaved. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a, a yeah. kind of crash. I was expecting like turn three in particular is the track that I, is the turn that I always find to be to, the one that squeezes the, you. Yeah, the first three are normally a bit. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> a little bit, bit dicey, um, yeah. But it was oh, everyone went round fine. Um, Russell came in at the end of the first lap, pitted on the yeah. hards, and I thought he had an issue, and then he came and just put some tires on the there. I mean, that was the call that some teams said that they were going to make was pit was pit really early and take the hards to the end. Um, Giovinazzi came in um, lap two, I think, to maybe do the same thing. Maybe even yeah. a bit lap one. I can't remember. It was so long ago now. Um, Fast forward a couple of laps, the leaders have started to gap themselves. It's still fairly close at the front. There's a nice little bit of tussling between everyone. Yeah. And there was. Did you see the 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 issue at turn fifteen? Was the debris on the track when everyone was just shifting out the way? There was a tree branch that had fallen on the race. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, what, that's what I thought so it was. Leclerc hit it. Lewis hit it as oh, well. Lewis hit it, and then Max just moved Max. and cut the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there was a bit of. It was like a tree branch that had fallen off. Max took the yeah. uh, F1 2020 line through a... Through yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was. It was just a little, a little branch. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the race, with the red flag, we saw the damage to Lewis's front wing, and it just pierced through it. So, n- no wonder yeah. Lewis was having trouble staying behind people. And plus, I don't think... Max saw it, but I don't think Lewis saw it, because he was that close behind. Yeah. Um, Ocon, unfortunate day for him. Did four laps and came in. Still don't Gear, actually... Gearbox issue. 
was it the gearboxes? Yeah. Right. I was, I couldn't work out whether it was a gearbox or a hydraulics or engine. Um, it was. I think it was gearbox. They were saying because it came around turn sixteen. Puffer yeah. smart came out. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to work out. Was it was it engine or gearbox? And it um, does sound good. So yeah. Very disappointing given what, um, how well Alonso was going. That you know Alpine could easily have had double points score uh, this weekend. Yeah. It was. Um, Lando came in early, very early, tried to undercut uh, Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas. Uh, then there was some little bit of weird pit stops. Everyone wasn't coming in at one lap. It was over three or four different laps. Yeah. Uh, shows you what you can do around Baku. Like, there are so many pit options and strategies oh, you yeah. can run. And I think and that's then, that's great to see. And then Hamilton came in. Hamilton came in, but... Repelled because Gasly came past. Yes, uh, and that cost him. Uh, that really did cost him, because then later on, Max and uh, Sergio came in, and, and both came out ahead of him. Um, immediately, Perez was like, Hamilton is just... He's flying on the straights. But Lewis is like, uh, <laughs> in the middle sector, can't keep with the Red Bulls. Yeah, he was saying that they had so much grip, and it wouldn't have helped that he had damage on his front wing as well, Absolutely, helped. and he was relatively close, you know, in terms of dirty air. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it does sort of, it was like classic, like Red Bull, great through the slow sections, Mercedes, fantastic through the faster sections. It was like classic car versus car. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the, there were, uh, there weren't like massive gaps, like 10 seconds, it was proper, proper close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max to, to Lewis from third to third. And it definitely third feels third. like this. If you know, if all the drivers in the top two teams had been on form, you, it would have been just down oh, to which car worked better on the day. Which is, yeah, exactly. I mean, they were. It was, it was two against one, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was it. Was really weird seeing two Red Bulls against one Mercedes for for a change. Normally, it's the other way around. Yeah, but Bottas was stuck in P10 and sort of trying to fight Norris for P9. Just nothing really came of that, though. Yeah. Um. It's about this time that everything settled down for about 10 laps. Uh, yeah. I... They were all on the hards and they all came in. They all went onto the hard tyres. They all went onto the hard tyres. Uh, Lance Stroll, I think, started on the hard tyres. Yeah. Um, and that sort of cost him. Um, lap 31, I think I've got written down. Uh, big accident. Big I thought it was accident. lap 38. Uh, it could well have been. I, I don't know. It was know. in the 30s anyway. It was in the 30s, and I've just wrote down as many numbers as I could I think <laughs> while trying to keep it, my I eyes. Think it, I think it was 38, and I think he was going to come into the pit to change his tyres. But then tyre went boom, boom, and he went crash, crash. Tyre went boom, boom with no sort of warning. Yeah. That's the worst bit. And I when, when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a little bit strange, but it I has thought... happened. It does sometimes happen. Yeah. Um, like last time we were uh, in Baku was 2019, and George Russell, um, his practice was destroyed with the drain cover. So I was like, oh, I yeah. wonder if there's a, you know a, a loose panel I on, thought, uh, on a I curve thought it was or like something. A slow puncture, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked up a deb- little bit of debris or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then when you look at the um, at the replay, normally you see that the, the like the tire being slightly deformed before it goes, and yeah. it just looked like it went. And then you could tell because he just fishtailed and then mm. he hit the, hit the wall. I will say, everyone gives Lance Stroll quite a lot of shit, but actually he did extremely well to keep that to the side. 
like it was very easy on that, oh, on that yeah, section of the track to bounce the back the into the middle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fair play, because crashing at 200 miles an hour when it, you have no idea it's about to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't have any warning. The team didn't have any warning. To, to then bump. take the impact and still have the whereabouts to keep it on the pit to lane the left side. Hand side. yeah. I mean, and then obviously they have to close the pit lane and the safety car came out. Yeah, kudos. Um, lots of debris. Lots of debris. Oh, mate, it was mad. Um, obviously, at that sort of speed, the car's going to travel quite away be- between the first bit of debris and where the car ends up. But also, did you see the onboard? He slid. He's, he's must have slid yeah, for yeah. ages. Yeah, yeah. But did you see? Did you see the long shot from the from the pits looking back? There's a piece of debris from I think like the front right of his car that oh, it flies goes up, up into the tree, doesn't it? Yeah, and yeah, saw that. <laughs> oh my dears, that is why you have catch barriers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that cl- that cleared it. That's lucky yeah. that there's trees behind the catch barrier because if there isn't, that's hitting an apartment. Like it cleared oh, yeah. the barrier. But yeah, the catch yeah, fence, yeah. the catch fence did its job for the pits that hit it as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, very interesting on actually on both big incidents. Normally, you see like the marshals, like a couple of like obviously in slow mo, everything's out of like sync with timing and stuff. Yeah, you know the human body doesn't react anywhere near quick enough, and it shows in slow mo. Normally, you see the marshals take a couple of seconds and then duck down. Um, but yeah, what uh, what you actually saw uh, was not not just the marshals dropping down and then looking at like, is the car okay? Is the driver okay? Let's sort it out. But the photographers didn't move an inch, and they all swarmed to the edge of the barrier. <laughs> which it's crazy like i understand the marshals yeah, are volunteers man. and they do it at their that one track and that's pretty much yeah, it yeah 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 but the photographers surely you take a second and go one is the situation okay two is there any debris that's going to fly and knock out my 10k camera yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but they did they just you just watch the replays they just swarm to get the shot which to be fair when it happened i thought all right this could be bad because you couldn't see Lance Stroll moving from the camera angle, and then it kept to the you know little camera at the bottom of the halo, and he was, yeah. he was taking his steering wheel off. I was like, ah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I think uh, had it have been a more if if it had been obvious that something more serious was happening, that the there would have been a bit more urgency in everybody's voice. But also, yeah. the cars nowadays are so safe that like yeah, exactly. we're at the point where unless the car has been destroyed or split in half, Grosjean sort of style, like. Yeah. You're like, actually, the norm now is that they do get out okay, which is, you know, phenomenal that we're at yeah, that exactly. stage. But yeah, you didn't have to go far to the pits. No, and I, <laughs> I saw the medical car pull up and I was like, has that gone and done a full lap or has that just turned round in the pits and gone the wrong way? I didn't actually yeah. see it pull up. I just saw him it there. I, I just saw it pull up again. <laughs> it's, like it's like a 10 second drive to his pit pit garage well yeah they've got to the aren't they? I think it, it'll let it off the g-centre yeah yeah but interesting he, he just got dropped off outside his garage not taken to the medical centre yeah I think I think if it's in with a certain amount of g-force there yeah um, yeah it I just will think have been it, checked up yeah yeah it's just a little bit stranger that you just take him straight there um, Max as well Max was seen walking into the medical centre um, which I think is true if they've had an accident just take him there straight away just get it sorted yeah, exactly. And then that brought out the safety car, but obviously nobody could pit because the yep. safety car, the pit lane was closed because Stroll crashed. Well, he did crash there, he slid there. He slid there. The safety car stopped. Yeah. Um, so they had to wait a few. Um, 
And everybody that, was like, oh, what happened? Is it retired? Is it debris? Yeah. Big, big and, debate. And no one knew, and no one could do anything about it. Um, <laughs> having the, the hindsight that we do with what happened later on, mm. uh, you've got to question whether next time, if, there's a, if the same thing happens at France... They're gonna shut. The, they're gonna red flag it straight away, and everyone's gonna be forced to change tire. Oh, 100%. Um, but people didn't change tires. Uh, I think because they couldn't change tires. Yeah, I think as soon as the pit lane did open, like a lap before the safety car came in. Um, yeah, they was, all came in, didn't they? Some there's a few. Alonso, Alonso came in for softs. Uh, Schumacher came in for softs. Russell and Giovinazzi came back in for hard tires. Uh, which was really interesting that they'd already stopped on the hards but had another set that they were running out. Um, yeah. Schumacher's pit stop didn't quite go to plan. Um, oh, yeah, loose, loose thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's Haas, it is Haas. Tires on. It is Haas, and the, the mechanic, though, mechanic looked stopped. like it was um, it was on, but yeah, they did stop him before the pit lane, which is. Just before. You could tell as well from the onboard that it wasn't on because you could see the little tiny little line. Yeah, yeah. But you could see the mechanic at the pit stop look like it went on fine. So if that was all you yeah. saw, you wouldn't have noticed. So great yeah, exactly. call, great call to get him stopped and get it sorted out. Um, Otherwise, that could have been another safety car. It could have been, and it could have been. I mean, it could have been anything at that point, couldn't it? It's yeah, it's Baku. Yeah, um, exactly. But the safety car came in. Is um, it was a fantastic start from Sebastian Vettel. Um, Getting past Leclerc and then Leclerc almost checking him out <laughs> with the lock. Oh, mate, that that ah uh, yeah. How how he's kept that out of Sebastian's um, diffuser, I've no idea. And out of the wall as well. That was because you saw the lock up, but then if you watch the replays, you see the lock up, and then he has to release it because obviously he can't turn when he's locked up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he, he manages to get it. Like... Yeah, exactly. Oh. Man, he but, would have needed a change of underwear. That was... <laughs> oh, mate, a hundred, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, and then it just same old, same old, wasn't it again? Not, not a good start for Bottas. This is when he started going backwards. Um, and by lap forty-one, <laughs> Bottas and Russell were next to each other, fighting for P fourteen, and well, we, <laughs> we know how much they love each other. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, really, not much happened until the next big incident, and. Oh my word! <laughs> that camera I feel shot sorry now because I kind of, the... I kind of cheered when it happened. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I did... didn't know it was a tire failure at first. I just saw him hit the wall, and I was like, "Yeah." Then I mean, I saw the replay. So I was like, "Ah, shit." I won't uh, lie. I done that. I did for a few laps leading up to that. Think, oh, if Max bins it, this really does create a bit of a a, cha- a championship opportunity for Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be interesting to see how Max reacts to that, and like in the next few races, how he um, carries on. Um, sorry, I'm just looking at my uh, just looking at my microphone. Apparently, my left side is dead now. Interesting. Uh, we're uh, gonna. Okay. <laughs> that's that's an issue I'm gonna have to deal with later. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I did say to myself, like, if if Max crashes now, this is this could blow the the whole championship open. Uh, and then a few laps later, he's he's having an incident. I think as soon as you saw the replay, though, of the onboard replay, and you saw it wasn't, you know, it just snapped on him. Yeah. At that point, like, I got the chills. That, like, very similar to yeah. what I got when I saw Grosjean crash. Like, 
this is not good now. Pirelli have got some big and questions. And it was the same tyre as well, the rear left. Same tyre, same compound, and just Pirelli, Pirelli went for the softest tyres, which is, I guess, fair enough. But they also then played around with the PSI as well. And it's just not worked. And as, as soon as you see your second car go with the same thing, like my mind went back to Britain 2013. When it was like six blowouts or something, that that crazy race. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that that brought about a whole change in Pirelli's mindset, didn't it? They they immediately started switching around with the compounds and the sidewalls yeah, exactly. and yeah, little bit of a strange uh, situation. That brought out a red flag. Um, well, actually, brought out a, sa- a safety car first. Say, yeah, it did. Yeah. And um, to be honest, he's lucky that. Obviously, I don't like it when anybody crashes. Um, but he's lucky he didn't crash to the left where the pit lane was because he was going that side, wasn't he? Yeah, that could have been really bad. Because if it had crashed where the thing is, it'd probably taken out some of the mechanics. Not only if you know that he won't, but it he won't really but go he into would, the pit lane. But... If he'd if he'd have crashed into the pit lane, there is a chicane there. He'd have pinged off two or three walls. Yeah, that would have been. I know. Nasty. If he'd hit the pit, the just further down as well, the pit wall, it'd probably gone into the pits and. People might be hit by debris, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there was the thingy when the, um, then as as you said, right of the safety car, and then it was red flagged. Um, there was questions of whether it was going to be restarted or not. Um, but when you saw the behind angle, it just snapped on him, didn't it? It just went. And yeah. Then Christian Horner was like, "Yeah, we didn't get any any sensors or we just exploded." Yeah, there was the um, there was a, a really cool camera shot of. Um, Helmut Marco and uh, Christian Horner and someone else, I think uh, GP maybe, talking about what happened and Christian was just like it was exactly the same as Stroll, same tyre we just lost it yeah um, no, you know, if, there's, if, if there's two incidents like that, that's that's not good and yeah, there needs Pirelli to be needs, we, need, exactly. we need answers from Pirelli yeah, yeah. Um, but while the safety car was out, things got a little bit confusing because the tyre graphic came up and Bottas and Russell had brand new softs on, apparently. Zero lap softs. So I thought they'd just both put, pitted and that's why Latifi was ahead. Yeah. And this was this was a couple of laps before the, the red flag. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, but then when it, it, it was a safety car going through the pit lane... And Latifi didn't do that. He got the call from his engineers to stay out. Yeah. Which is a confusing was... one. But I understand I understand where they were coming from. Like, come into the pit lane, but don't pit. Stay out. Yeah. yeah. Stay out. Exactly. Stay on. The, do a drive-through. The fast. The stay in the fast lane. Yeah. Um, to me, if somebody, if your team says stay out. Yeah, but that's, yeah. yeah stay out. Absolutely. And you don't go into the pits. Yeah. No, it's 1,000% on the team, that. They said stay out, and and then as he was going past the pits, he went, "Don't pull into the pit box, just drive through." And he was like, oh, "I've stayed on track. You told me to stay out." And they were like, "Oh yeah, so that's our fault." Yeah. I'm like, you should have just said come into the pits. Oh, you should have just said drive through the pit lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's simple lack of communication. Um, but Latifi stayed out, um, ended up getting um, a ten-second stop-go penalty. Um, which I actually don't know whether he served or whether they added it as time after. 
Uh, I didn't actually keep an eye on that. I but didn't. He did get demoted back to P15 for the for the start. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, then it was red flag, and everyone was just sat in their little their little areas. Or if you're George Russell, you went to Aston Martin and sat in their little area for a bit. Their little pit wall. Yeah, the pit, <laughs> the pit, the pit um, wall. There was a there was a, a view of Stroll's car on the recovery vehicle with the the red bag from Pirelli over the top, not yeah. covering everything. And there was a fantastic shot, well done to the cameraman, who oh, managed mate. to see <laughs> right into the sidewall and into yeah. the tyre. And yeah, you could yeah, see yeah. that the tread was fine. That yeah, that was still drivable. Was. And it is oh, 100%. most definitely just a tyre failure. Oh, yeah, 100%. That cameraman, yeah, mate, that cameraman needs a pay rise. That was a fantastic shot. Well, well played. Um, <laughs> and you could see the Pirelli guy cotton on and try and readjust the bag and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and not do it. He's got it. Yeah, and didn't do a good job recovering it either. Um, uh, I didn't think the ra- I didn't know I didn't think the race was going to be started because there's like three ra- three laps left. I mean, two laps left. Yeah, we. I was trying to work out the um, sort of the situation because if a red flag comes out and the race gets stopped, you get you go back and count back to the last yeah, yeah. the last lap before the red flag, and there was a couple of laps under the safety car. Well, it was lap lap and a half. They did come round once on yeah. the safety car, so I was trying to work out. Would would Max still have won? And actually, I think that's what I, they were saying. Max would have. I don't know been. if he would have because they did the lap under the safety car. Yeah. So the it's, previous it's lap, the previous lap before the red flag, was completed under safety car. So I think yeah. at that point, that's when the lap ends. So uh, Perez would have won. Lewis would have come second. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been third. I don't know, and it doesn't really matter. Um. But just before we uh, got back underway, there were a few messages from the FIA, no, to the FIA, sorry. One of them from Red Bull saying, we got no information on that. Um, I think it was Jonathan Wheatley, their sporting director. Yeah, saying, I think it was. We got no information, no data that said that that tyre was going to go, and it's just gone. And it was then that called for the red flag as well, wasn't it? It was, and that they they called it so that everyone could pit stop and, and change tyre. And if yeah. if a team are doing that, you, you know, know it's about you know it's on safety. And if the team are calling it on safety, not the FIA, yeah, 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 yeah. like <laughs> why wasn't that not a red flag much earlier? Yeah, so, exactly. Pirelli, I'm here, that radiograph, oh, mate, that you, you're liking the, the team. I love that radiograph. Team FIA graphic. Anytime that comes up now, <laughs> I just, I just, I just like I'll stop what I'm doing. I just listen to it. Yeah, there's so there was so there was that one. So Pirelli need to answer for the tires. FIA need to answer for why it wasn't a straight red flag and what you know, what on earth happened because it was a late call for the safety car because it was a yellow flag for a while. It was a late yeah. call for the red flag. What's going on? Um, yeah, exactly. The other thing that happened to the FIA was from McLaren talking about Yuki Sonoda's speed through the double yellows. Um, yeah, a little bit of beef, weren't there between? Yeah, they were trying to get him penalised so Lando would jump him into sixth, um, but. Michael Massey came back and said, "You are all going too fast. I penalised <laughs> the entire field," um, which is a weird. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's going to be the case because if it is, then no, there's something says, bigger at play. He says he's going to speak to them all in the next drive. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I know. But if if it really was that he was seeing everybody going too fast, one again, why have you not red flagged it sooner or safety card it sooner? Yeah. Two, if everybody is doing that. 
then there is something bigger at play there. Because well, there's, that, yeah. there's no way after two big incidents like that, like you you heard it like Lewis's voice, like he was concerned both times at what at what had happened. Um, yeah, exactly. So there's no way that he'd have been going too fast, like as like. Well, they had to they had to dodge the debris because some of it, from Max's yeah. car because some of it went onto the grid and they had yeah, to both yeah, swerve yeah. Perez and Lewis. Um, so yeah, I don't think actually everybody was speeding, and it, but if that is the case, then really there's <laughs> there needs to be more than words <laughs> said. <laughs> there needs to be some yeah. sort of everybody going back to school and getting a bit of a detention. You all get ten second penalty. Um, but hey ho, we got underway again. Um, safety Eventually. car round and two laps from a standing start. That's what oh, we want. <laughs> Lewis's brakes. Did you see Lewis's brakes? They were. Smoking, they man. were smoking, and oh, boy, uh, Jesus just before they left, Lewis had a nice little message to the team that this is not a sprint, this is a marathon. Not talking <laughs> about the two laps, very much talking about the championship. Yeah, and, and then he bottles it. <laughs> and then he, I mean, he got a fantastic start. He, and if, if he hadn't locked up, he'd, he'd have won that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That car first. And but the, the question is, then, the question is, one, why did it lock up? Was that because his brakes were too hot and they just didn't have the grip when he presses the brake? Is that because he's he's broke too late because he's had a great start and wants to cement first place? Mm. Or is it because magic was left on? Magic was left on, I think. Ooh. Um, and basically... Anthony Davidson could say... <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Davidson... He's the Mercedes Sim yes, driver, so he, so he knows. knows about it. He knows what it is. But Karun Ted... Chandok was like, yeah, nah, sorry, I'll just tell everybody. It, was it Karun or was it Ted? Um, it was Karun, I think it was Karun. But so, whoever it was, someone was, was like, "Well, I'll tell you all about it." <laughs> it's basically <laughs> a lever it, that, so that, that. Is that the, right, Anthony? Is like, eh, a little bit, maybe. I'm, I'm impressed. Not. Was the words that he said? Like that suggests yeah. that he's on the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so more than it for when they're in under. So it's like, yeah, it's. I don't know if he said a lever or some some sort of switch that toggles on a safety car system. So you can warm the brakes up to a good temperature. And Lewis, at the, well, at the end, he was like, did I have magic on? And I think Bono said, yeah, you flicked it with the gear selection. So I assume it's so at I the back of the wheel or something. Yeah. That as he's changed. It's one of the levers, isn't it, on his little button? Yeah. That, um, maybe, you know, maybe his tyres were just hot. Um, and then think... as he's set off on the gear changes, he's flicked it. Yeah, and it affects said that. Karun said that it affects the brake. It doesn't affect you under a safety car because he's going slow, but if you leave it on during an actual restart, proper restart, it affects your braking. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Because he was, he was ahead of Sergio, and if he'd have fingered mm. it, he'd have gone in first and would have been uh, out of watch the podium celebration. And he was, Lewis was on the inside, and he's he's gone straight across and not taking either Perez or Vettel or Leclerc out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so fair play on those guys for keeping out, um, but then uh, he dropped to the back. Perez flew off and and won the race. Sebastian did did what he needed to do and just kept it kept it on the road. Keep, uh, scoop up P two, very good race for him. Gasly, Gasly, Gasly and Leclerc. That was some tasty battling. That was some hey, good last lap battling. They, yeah, they were having some right battles. That was great. Um, let's see Ooh. more of that, please. Yes, please. I want to see more of that race, more of like races like that, because like, it was proper close all the way through the race in yeah. every position. There was no like massive, massive gaps apart from Mazepin. Well, because that's Mazepin. But you, 
but yeah, there was no like, oh, he's in the lead by like twenty seconds. There's like five, three to four seconds between the top four at one point, and you're like, yeah, please, not more. Than yeah, well, that was one of the things we were talking about last week with the, the Indy Five Hundred was that um, <laughs> you've you've got the top four or five separated by a second and a half, even yeah. with two laps to go. Um, maybe that's what <laughs> that's what the FIA need to do is just suddenly call a safety car at the end. You know, France is normally a boring race. With five oh. laps to go, call the safety car, bring it, bring them back together, red flag it, standing start, two lap sprint. I hate France. <laughs> uh, well, for the That's next, the next race, isn't it? the next couple of weeks, we can enjoy what a wonderful race this was. Oh, oh my word! I'm going to be sat tomorrow at lunchtime, being like. Oh, let me watch the highlights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch the highlights as soon as they go up after the after the obviously the England game. I'll yeah, watch yeah. the highlights and be like, yeah, please, more of that. Um, I never see it France. I might fall asleep during this France. Maybe we'll yeah. we'll talk about France when it comes around. Yeah, um, exactly. Fastest lap went to Max. It's a one forty four four eight one. Fortunately, nil point. Nil point. <laughs> um, which I mean doesn't really make that much of a difference. <laughs> All, all things considered, what does make the, the the difference in the race and probably in the constructors' title is the second drivers. Now, Bottas has had one win in the last fourteen races. Fucking hell! Which that was, was last year. That was last Russia, year, wasn't it? Russia last yeah. year, and he's gone fourteen races without a win, with only that one win. Oh yeah, I was going to say. Perez has had two wins in eight races. <laughs> That's and. And he did 190, was it 190 before that without a win? 190 without a win, yeah. And he's had two and eight now. <laughs> with two I mean, different teams? With two different teams. And yeah, he had a little bit of a dodgy start. But I, th- I think that Red Bull as a constructor, I've probably got it this year. If Bottas needs to really up his game. And by really up his game, I mean, if he's not, by the end of... What we've now got an Austria doubleheader. Is that right? We've got France and then double Austria yeah. and Britain. If by the second Austrian race before Britain, Bottas isn't back up winning or P two, there needs to be a serious word about at Mercedes about whether it, that's it for him. I think it will be. Um, it is not the way, as you said at the very start. It's not the Mercedes yeah. way to drop uh, a guy halfway through. And Toto said he's not going to do that, but. Christian Horner also said to Gasly that it was perfectly fine and it was a great race and they're not going to drop and you don't have to worry about his safety and then literally the next race he's oh, out of the car. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, but do you see, do you see Bottas going to Williams? I don't know. So here, so if it's a mid-season swap, yes. Yeah, um, that's what I mean, yeah. If it's a mid-season swap, then yeah, I think they'll just swap them for the, for the remainder of the season. If it's the end of year swap and it's announced in the summer break that Bottas is not staying, mm. I, Which is I, don't, likely. I don't with know. There's rumours that George is signing a two year deal with Mercedes. Yeah, um, I don't know, honestly. Because you've got the issue that Latifi's not doing fantastic. Yeah, but he's pumping money into that team. Yeah, but now and that. His family's but, pumping money yes, into that team. Yes, but now that um, Williams have been taken over, there are sources that are saying that that's no longer a major factor. And actually, experience could count for more. Um, there are some some rumours going around 
which I'm, I'm, I would love this to happen. There are some rumours going around that Hulkenberg and Jack Aitken are going to be Williams' next lineup if George goes to Mercedes. Oh, oh yes, please. Which would be flipping incredible. Especially for the new regs, <laughs> for the new regs as well. Uh, I, I mean, everyone wants Hulkenberg back. He's such a nice guy. Um, yeah, even if he was the safety car driver, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy. <laughs> oh, mate, I think he'd love that. He <laughs> <laughs> would be sick. I mean, that'd be great. Every every single race that he takes part in, he's leading the race. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think, I think as you said, we've got, what, France and then double Austria. I think if he's not in the top three in any of them, in their next three races, personally, I'd, I'd drop him. I'd be like, yeah, George, you could have it front end of the season. We'll put you in for Britain. Get a British 1-2 and a Mercedes 1-2. And then, yeah, jobs are good. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I'd, oh, I'd wait till the summer break and drop him at the summer break. I I don't see the swap happening mid season. I I just can't see that. Um, and I, I think it would be unfair to Bottas. He, in the sense that he has been at the team for a long time, and twenty seventeen, and it's not an easy seat to be in by any means. And the team have have asked a lot of him over the years to play second fiddle. Um, yeah, no, but when you when you're not performing forward to expectate where your team should be performing. Oh, agreed, you agreed. Qualifying 10th and then finishing 15th. Agreed, and if and if that's how he does it for the next three or four races, then then that's a different story. But actually, you know, he's still there or thereabouts. Um, it has been helped that Perez has not, until the last couple of races, been on it either. But now, he's, now he does need to pick it up and be back where Mercedes need to be. He needs to be that wingman that we all know him for. Yeah, um... I, yeah, he, I don't. he even said he wants to win championship. He ain't gonna win a championship in tenth place. No. When you're fighting Lando Norris, P9, you need to be up there and try uh, to disrupt Red Bull and help your teammates. At the yeah. minute, it's just yeah. At the series, I personally feel like it's just a one-man team. At oh, the absolutely. Minute, yeah. With how Bottas, is, with obviously the difference in performance between. Bottas and Lewis. I first think yeah. this is just a one-man team. All right, so he's carrying that team on his back. So here's the situation. Right now, you're Toto Wolf, and you yeah. have to make a call this very second about Bottas's future. What you what nah, do you nah. do? Yeah, now nah, he's gone. What straight away? George, <sighs> George in for France? No. End of season, mid break. What? I'd say what I'd say to him is I'd point to one side and be like, you've got three races to improve. Oh, an ultimatum. Yeah, I'd say if you're not in the top five, if you're not finishing the top five in the next three races, I'd be like, yeah, you're gone. So if you finish your sixth in France and then fifth and fifth in Austria, that wouldn't be good enough for me. You'd have to finish top five in each of the next three races. Right, okay, yeah. And then I'd be like, yeah, here's, here's the key to that Williams. George, come on, pal. Getting that Williams for Britain. Uh, getting them uh, for Britain. And then I'd put George in for the rest of the season. You're being much, <laughs> much more lenient than I would be. Why? What would you do? I'd be saying, fucking get yourself a podium or two, lad. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a Mercedes. He needs to be fighting for uh, the top four. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I'd say yeah. Top three. And that needs needs to be consecutive. Like he needs to be right up there. Yeah. Um, nah. Uh, yeah. I didn't think. Yeah. I'd change in my mind. I'd say if you don't finish in the top three in the next three races, as soon as you finish off the podium in any of them. If you're not on the podium in any of them three, you're gone. So if you finish 
if he finished fourth in France, then one in Austria, it's still be good enough. You still you want three consecutive podiums? Three consecutive podiums. Yeah. So if he's yeah, so yeah. if he's third, fourth, third, so France, Austria, Austria, it'd be gone. If it was first, second, fourth, it'd be gone. Yeah. So I need three consecutive podiums, no matter what position. And and keep the seat for another few races. And then you'd you'd keep you'd uh, do the swap straight away after those races. So Britain would George would be in. No, if he, if he did what I said, I'd give him up until then, up up until the summer break. And if his performances dropped as soon as they come back after the summer break, it'd be it'd be it'd be a swap around. Oh, so summer break is the is the key time for you. Yeah, if he didn't yeah. do. My, if he didn't do what I said to France, Austria, Austria. So what I would be doing is pulling him aside and saying he's got three or four races. Yeah. Has to be up in the podiums. Maybe take fourth if it's you know if it's a really unlucky race or Red Bull pull a blinder of strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then maybe a little bit of leniency, but if he's not by the end of Britain, pulled in, you know, three or four podiums. Yeah. Then I would be saying, that's it. You you driving till the end of the season and no more. Um, I wouldn't. Oh, do... you wouldn't swap him unless he was really dire performances. Like if he's fighting for last last point for the for those three races, then yeah, fair enough, I guess. Um, because at the end of the day, you are still fighting the championship. Yeah, exactly. But if he's picked it up and he's like fourth, fifth, sixth, it's not good enough, but it's in it's strong enough that given the problems that George might bring in for the season. Yeah. It might just be good, well, well enough to to keep him, uh, keep Valtteri at Mercedes for the season, but then yeah, I'd I'd let that's him know straight end. away that he that's it. He's he's driving on his last season. Um, actually, depending on how nice I felt, I might agree the contract with George before telling Valtteri, just so I had the fall back in place. But yeah, that also feels like a very dickish thing to do. Nah, what I'd do is I'd pull them. If uh, I say I'd do what you do, say if he, um, like you say, oh yeah, did probably be gone at the end of the season. What I'd do is if he did that and he didn't perform, I'd pull Bottas and George <coughs> into the room together. Yeah, and I'd be like, listen, <coughs> Bottas and I'd be like, George, give your overall to Bottas. Bottas, give your overall to uh, <coughs> to George, and uh, there's the door, Bottas. See you later. And then I'd give the contract, but yeah, I think something needs to be set done. Yeah. Or said, or something. Because you can't be going round finishing outside the points. No, no, I agree. In the same car as your teammate. Yeah, I know he's a seven-time world champion, but yeah, he's just he, performances aren't good enough. Um, if that's if that's it, if you if you if you're, it, it's like. If you're in a job and your manager's like, yeah, we need you to do this, and, it's, and you're not performing, you're normally gone, aren't you? They're like, yeah, you, 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 get, yeah, you get a couple of warnings, and that's it. Yeah, and then you're gone. I think they're starting, they need to start doing that. I think he's had a few warnings. Mm. But yeah, so if he doesn't improve, he's, he's out the door. So if you're Valtteri Bottas then, and you're shown the door, you're told that's it, even if you kept to the end of the season, um, yeah. you're gone from Mercedes, what do you do? Um, good question. I think what I'd do is I'd take a I'd take a like a, a year out to thingy, or I'd I'd 
trying to look for another drive somewhere else. So you, um, you were trying to stay in Formula One, even drives, if, even if drives, the only drive yeah. might be Williams. Yeah. Interesting. What about you? I well, you I would say, you know, if he's had a long, he had the history with Williams before, back yeah. when they were actually fairly decent. Yeah. Still not perfect, but fairly decent. Um, there might be the offer there for him to drive as an experienced driver. They've now got some more funding. They might have a chance to turn their fortunes around. Does he want to give that a go? But knowing full well he's going to be trundling around at the back. And if he just has any sort of inkling that that's not correct, jumps at IndyCar. Yeah. That would be... I. I don't know whether he's got the patience. If if anything he's said of the last year and a half has been true about him wanting to win titles and thinking for himself, if he gets dropped from Mercedes, he needs to leave Formula 1. He needs to go to another motorsport because the only positions available are further down the grid and they're longer projects. Yeah, exactly. He's going to end up seeing his his career out. At, at best, if you know, if he joins back at Williams and they actually get back through the ranks, by the time they're in a position to fight, even with the new regs, it's going to be his last year, his second to last year. You know, he's not really going to be. This should be when he's at peak time. This should be the top of his career. Yeah. I just don't see him sticking around that long. If he takes a year out, I can't see him getting back in at all. Like, there's just no space for him anywhere. Yeah. If he takes a year out, I think that's him done. Yeah. Just go, just just take the hit and go to go to IndyCar. That'd be my my thing. Or not necessarily IndyCar. You could do you know WEC or something like that. But yeah. Or or rallying. Or or Formula E. Yeah. 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 he got plenty. He has got plenty of options in other sports. He just doesn't have the options in Formula One to be playing around with. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, on that very happy note, that very nice cheery note, what what a race this has been. Yeah. What a race. I'm still stoked from it. I'm still pumped from it. You've got the football starting in 20 minutes. We're going <laughs> to hopefully have a decent match. I hope. Like, oh, this is just, this could be just a phenomenal, phenomenal Sunday afternoon. Who doesn't love Baku? Well done, Baku. Um, Hats off to Baku. I was yeah. wearing a hat, I'd take it off, but I'm not. <laughs> well, this has been the Baku Grand Prix podcast. Uh, my name is Isaac. I've been joined by Ollie. Uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. As always. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure to check us out on our social medias, uh, at IO Sportscast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. One day I'll get that done much more smoothly. Um, if you're listening to us on your favourite podcast provider whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts Google, whatever it is make sure you hit the follow button just so you know when the next episode goes out and if you're listening on YouTube make sure to hit the subscribe button the thumbs up icon and the notification bell uh, so you know when the next episode comes out and you can help us as well I'm going to go bask for for time now I'm just going to go bask forever what a wonderful race Um, and we'll see you next week Goodbye. See ya.